0: Welcome to the Growing Up Sucks podcast for teenagers who need to know they're not alone and adults who are still young at heart. Whatever your age you never stop growing up. Here is your host Felicity Lyons. Hi everyone Felicity here. Just before we start this episode is probably going to be reasonably serious but I felt it was incredibly important to get this message out there. Okay so As much as we want to, it's impossible to be happy a hundred percent of the time. What do I mean by this? Well, life is literally a roller coaster. Things happen that we like and things happen that we don't like. And sometimes when things happen out of the blue that you don't expect, it can really disrupt us, even if we've been feeling really great recently. And sometimes we just feel down for no reason at all. And I want to make it clear that this is perfectly normal to be this way. Just think about it. If we were never meant to be sad, we wouldn't have evolved into beings that can cry or yell. It really does happen to so many more people than we think. And although more and more people are starting to realise it, we still don't talk about this subject enough. So if you haven't listened to the prologue episode, due to the subject of this episode, I do just need to reiterate that I am not a professional. I'm just a woman or a girl, whoever you want to look at me, who talks into a microphone, trying to give the Best advice that I can possibly give through the experiences that I've had so far in my life, that is literally me. So whilst I endeavour to do my best and give you some really great advice, if you really are struggling I'd encourage you to talk to an adult or a friend you trust and they might encourage you to talk to a professional. So you've been feeling down maybe for a few days or a few weeks, perhaps something has caused this, maybe you're going through a breakup, maybe you have lost a loved one Perhaps you're overwhelmed with stress at work or school. Maybe there are issues in your private life at home or maybe nothing's really causing it at all. It might feel like a challenge to do things you'd normally do. Perhaps it takes you twice as long to get out of bed in the morning or have a shower or you feel a bit disconnected from the world. Again, it is perfectly human to feel this way sometimes. And in this episode, I'm going to list a variety of things for you to try that might help you feel a little bit better. These things I'm about to list, uh, they're all pretty much free, so you haven't got to worry about cost or anything, and they're all things that you can start doing almost right away if you put your mind to it. So self-help tip number one, go for a walk. It is so tough, especially if it's poor weather or it's a bit cold, but a bit of fresh air and gentle movement can help calm you down or at least make the sadness or emptiness feel a bit less intense. If you want to try it, consider some slightly more demanding exercise like going for a run or a bike ride. Just don't try and overdo it and exhaust yourself. Take it nice and slow and gentle. Our bodies like to move and when we exercise, these little things called endorphins get released in our brains. So endorphins, and this is where we go into science a little bit, endorphins are essentially molecules of happiness, if you like, or hormones of happiness. So they get released in your brain when you do Exercise, you know, you keep moving. This is essentially what makes you happy. It'll just help ease it and you might just be able to smile a little bit more. So try and even get a routine where you do regular exercise. So I always try and go out for about a half an hour walk at my lunch break at work, even at the weekend or even if I'm not working, I'll still try and get out and get a little bit of exercise, go for a run or something. I can actually get a bit grumpy if I don't go for a run for a while or just do some exercise. And it's just really good and gives you a lot of other health benefits as well. So I definitely recommend trying to go out and get a little bit of exercise, it does help. So self-help tip number two, talk to someone you trust. If you have something on your mind or you're just a bit confused as to why you're feeling down, talking to someone you trust can really, really help. This could be a friend, a parent, a teacher, a doctor, a youth worker, a colleague, your boss, anyone really. Maybe even your dog, although really preferably you want to be able to have someone who can listen to you and then maybe feedback to you. Not necessarily to give you advice, but just someone that you can bounce how you're feeling off and they might be able to say something that then triggers a thought like, oh, maybe I should have tried that or, oh, maybe that's why I'm feeling a bit sad. Talking about how you feel not only gets the words out of your head and in the air, it also makes other people aware that maybe you're not as okay as you make out you are. I know I'm so guilty of this in the past, and I still do it now. I will, you know, even though I'm feeling really down, I could be feeling really negative. And whether it's the fact that I'm worried that I'll be a burden, or that people will say I'm being silly, I, I will just cover it up, I'll say I'm fine. You know, I'm so guilty of putting a mask on, and I will smile, and I will do my best to not let stuff get to me. Occasionally, you know, I've, I've broken down a bit, I've not been able to keep it up but most of the time I've been so determined to soldier on no matter what's going on or what's making me feel sad that I'll just pretend to be fine because my initial way of dealing with it was the fact that if I don't talk about it I don't think about it then it's not going to affect me but it still means that I'm bottling it up inside and it's still going to affect me like when when I calm down a bit so my coping mechanism was to always keep myself busy. So I'd be running here, then and everywhere um, and then not have time to think about myself or anything that's been going on in my private life, personal life. So it is so important to talk to people to at least make them aware that you're not okay because then if they do notice you're dropping in energy or if they do notice maybe you're not quite acting yourself, they'll start to pick up on signals when, you know, if you suddenly go a bit quiet, they'll be like, she's not okay, needs to talk, or he's not okay, they are not okay. And it's so, so important that people know. So it's really scary to do it and to talk about how you're feeling, because you're essentially putting your emotions on the table in front of you and saying, please don't judge me for this. So it can be very scary. And I've found that most people, however, when I've talked about it, are very accepting and are very caring. And then they'll sort of look me in the eyes and be like, why did you not talk about this to me before, you know, they're almost upset that I've not wanted to share about it. Um, at the same time, if you don't feel confident talking to someone that you're familiar with, there are of course plenty of services that allow you to talk to someone for free and to get things off your chest. So in the UK, services like Childline and the Samaritans, they offer free phone calls where you can talk to someone for as long as you need. And you can also look at mental health charities such as Mind or Chums, who maybe um, they can offer some counselling or alternative services to make you feel better. Of course, um, if that's not possible, you can always make an appointment with your nurse or doctor. And if you're struggling a bit, they might be able to even recommend a free service you can try as well. But yeah, I literally cannot stress enough how important it is to talk to people, as I said, even even if you're just making them aware that you're not feeling 100% you're not feeling yourself then they'll be able to look out for you more because not everyone will be able to read your mind you know even some of your closest friends might not even realize when you're down especially if you've not seen each other in a while you know when uh, once you leave school and you go to work and you make new friends and stuff you know if you don't see your friends in a while you're not spending every single day with each other so you won't necessarily pick up when there's a slight mood change or something. So it is so important to just share how you're feeling with someone you trust. And that, yeah, that is one of the most important points probably on this podcast. I would so encourage you to do that if you can. Self-help tip number three, eat healthily. So we're always getting told to eat a balanced diet. I don't know about you, but when I was at school, they were always saying about the importance of eating a balanced diet, making sure you get five a day, you know, eating fruit and veg and all this and blah, blah, blah. They told you to do it. They didn't always necessarily encourage you to do it. To me, that's two different things. You can get told to do it, but there was never necessarily an incentive that school did. It's sometimes a bit difficult if you've not got someone there to sort of push you to eat healthily. Um, but mental health is something that can be affected by not eating enough of the right foods. So try and eat some fruit and veg a little more. I know not everyone likes it. I don't actually eat that much fruit, but I really like bananas. There you go, random fact about me, I like bananas. Um, so I normally have a banana a day and I quite like apples and things like that. And also the thing is you need to think about, if you don't, if you know you don't always eat healthily, think of alternatives. So you can maybe have a smoothie for instance and blend it all up or buy Smoothies something like innocent smoothies, which are really tasty. By the way, I recommend them. I'm not endorsed by them before anyone says anything Um, So you can do that or you can just be a little bit creative. So Occasionally, I'll treat myself to toasted waffle at breakfast, but rather than having syrup or Anything like that on them instead. I'll um, mash up some apple and put some cinnamon on it and have apple and cinnamon waffles and then that's the way of you getting fruit into you without it just being, oh, I've got to have this apple and bite into it. Be creative with how you eat healthily. And then obviously try and not give in to the ease of fast food to try and not just go and get a McDonald's or KFC for breakfast or lunch every day. Occasionally we have treats at work where people go out and be like, oh, we'll go and get a Mackey's or a McDonald's for breakfast. And occasionally I've been like, yeah, sure, why not? And had something like the pancakes. And I cannot tell you after eating them, I feel terrible, like literally, I have no energy, I'm completely zapped, I don't wanna do anything, I'm completely lethargic. It's amazing how what you eat affects your energy levels. Um, But if, you know, I then, if I go and eat an apple or some fruit or some veg, or might have a salad that I take to me at work, so I'll chop up like some cucumber and celery and pepper and things like that and have that in my lunch. If I have that, I feel great so always consider that and try and avoid eating processed foods all the time as well even if it means treating yourself to a meal out and enjoying a freshly cooked meal in a restaurant I like going to my local harvester for instance and having a grilled chicken wrap as a treat it's amazing it's got avocado and lettuce in there so I see that as a healthy lunch um, and also I as I just mentioned I uh, take a packed lunch to work so I try and include some salad in that even if it's just like some carrot sticks or slice of sweet pepper to eat my sandwiches or whatever else I might be having. So always try and eat really healthily. And then whilst we're sort of on the subject of diet and things, uh, self-help tip number four is drink plenty of water. You literally cannot get any healthier than water. There's no sugar in it, there's no, it's, it's just water. It's so good. Uh, it cleanses your body inside and you should aim to drink two liters of water a day. I believe that's the one that the NHS in England recommend. By drinking two liters of water a day, you keep yourself hydrated. And also drinking water can also reduce the likelihood of headaches and feeling tired. So always try and keep hydrated, especially so in the summer when it gets really hot, like you need to drink even more water, or if you do a lot of exercise, things like that. That, you know, if you keep yourself healthy, then it will encourage you to feel a bit better as well. So onto self-help tip number five then, try and get a decent sleep. Some people can find it difficult to sleep when they're feeling down. I know I've struggled with that before. I've gone to bed early with the intention of sleeping and I've probably stayed awake for another four or five hours and I'm just staring at the clock. But it can really help. If you can, if you can get enough sleep, your, your body sort of heals itself when it's asleep and if you're feeling down it can just help those emotions subside a little bit. If you are struggling to sleep then of Uh, avoid looking at or using digital devices such as phones tablets or watching tv up to an hour before bed basically again it's another sciencey thing the blue light from the screen basically tricks your brain into thinking it's still daylight so your brain then wants to stay awake even if you do manage to drift off basically the quality of your sleep won't be as good if that makes sense you can have like a really deep sleep which is when you sleep really well you can have a light sleep where technically you are asleep but your brain's not fully resting enough, if that makes sense, and uh, looking at uh, screens will cause that effect of light sleep. Other options, if you're struggling to sleep, read a book. Again, try and actually read a physical book rather than looking at a Kindle. And also, preferably not a crime thriller, because you'll be worried every time you hear a noise outside, the killer really exists. Trust me, I've been there. And then that makes you sleep even less. Listen to some relaxing musical sounds, something instrumental or some nature sounds can help um, or just your favourite tunes but obviously if you're really into heavy metal that's probably not going to help you sleep as well so just trying to listen to that or you can get uh, white noise sounds so that just constant hissing it helps drown out any other sounds so if you live in a busy area where you can hear traffic at night it will just help filter that out a bit. And then breathing exercises or meditation before bed can also help, which is basically what point six is. So point six, breathing exercises and meditation, they're really good for calming yourself during the day if you find yourself getting a little bit anxious or worked up, or even if you're just a bit down. You can download an app called Headspace, which gives you guided meditation sessions Um, Some of these sessions you do have to pay for but I know that they do offer some free sessions as well and I've personally found these um, are enough to help me relax when I get a bit stressed or overwhelmed and it does just help you refocus and it does almost help reset your brain so you can kind of get back to a calmer state of mind. Um, If you can't get Headspace or a similar app then you can always go to your doctor and ask for some breathing exercises to try. They'll be able to give you some, they might be able to write it down. Or they might even be able to give you a link to YouTube or a video or a diagram or just note it down how you do these exercises. And it does just really help just to, as the app says, just give your head a bit of space. So, self-help tip number seven. Do something you enjoy. When was the last time you baked some cakes or had a day out shopping? Maybe you like extreme sports or something that gets adrenaline pumping or perhaps you just really like getting out in nature, going camping or taking photos. Whatever it is you really enjoy, just try and do that. It will no doubt lift your spirits when you get into it. Even if you initially don't feel up to it, really try hard to get into it. Really try hard. Just those first five minutes and you'll be asking yourself why you've avoided doing what you love for so long. So probably about a month or two ago now, I got really stressed at work. I got really overwhelmed. And after a couple of discussions with people that I trusted, I actually worked out that my life had become eat, sleep, work, repeat, essentially. Um, I'd I'd not been having any time to myself. Um, I'd just been so focused on work, I'd forgotten to just actually take some time out to chill a little bit and just basically do the stuff I enjoy. So I then took a little bit of time and I got back to playing guitar. I'm not the world's best musician, not gonna lie, but um, there's something just about strumming the guitar and having a bit of a jam and a sing just really helps me get through it. You know, I used to write songs when I was younger as well to get through stuff. So I, you know, going back and looking at all those and performing them, Um, not to anyone obviously just in my room or but yeah they just even just doing that and I hadn't like done much photography or my own projects as much I'd just been focusing on what my job is so yeah just taking the time out and thinking you know what I haven't done that in a while go and do that it will honestly help you feel so much better Make make a list of things you like to do if you're not sure just sit down and think about it or if there's some specific memories that stick in your mind of things that you did that you enjoyed, look at ways of doing that and yeah I'd really encourage you to try and do things that you love. self up tip number eight, listen to your favourite music. So when it comes to music, I don't know if this is predictable or not, um, obviously this is only the third episode of the podcast so you might have not been able to guess but if you haven't, I absolutely adore Taylor Swift. I'm pretty sure I own every single one of her songs, either on iTunes or on a CD. CD, what nostalgia, like, that's not something that people have these days. It's all digital downloads now. I feel so old. <laughs> um, but I love her and her music for way too many reasons just to list on this episode alone. So putting on one of her albums or just a playlist of all the songs and listening often lifts my mood. I know it's lifting my mood when I start to sing along and then eventually belt out lyrics like I'm performing at the O2 or something and when Shake It Off comes on I get up and have a dance like there is no tomorrow and if I can get to that point then I know I've completely lifted myself out of feeling low. It might not have that much of a dramatic effect all the time you know it might just be that it just gives you a little bit more space again and it just lifts your mood ever so slightly you know don't worry if you're if you're not in the mood to get up and have a jig and a dance and sing. It doesn't always work like that for me either, but at least I know if I have got to that point, I'm like, yay, I'm really happy again. But it doesn't always work um, that quickly, but it will help lift your mood. Uh, My other guilty pleasure for music is probably really cheesy 80s music. You know, the real stuff that your parents probably went out to a disco to. You can't not dance to those classics, no matter how cheesy they seem. My point is that music can often make us feel really good, so choosing something happy or upbeat or songs that you just love can really lift your mood. Self-help tip number nine, spend time with people you love. So, you might not always feel like it or worry that you might dampen other people's spirits if you're feeling down, but spending time with people you love can often help cheer you up. So, again, this could be your parents, grandparents, siblings, friends, colleagues, and it doesn't always matter what you do. Um, my closest friends and I unfortunately don't always get the chance to meet up as often as we'd like especially since we left college and we've all kind of gone our separate ways but when we are available and we can meet up uh, we might just go to Starbucks for coffee um, or hot chocolate and chat for hours or I might drive us somewhere or hop on the train for a day out it doesn't matter what we do but it's the company that always makes the experience a good one and just being able to spend time talk about things again going back to point two you know talking to people that you trust and Um, you know you'll be able to get honest answers from or they'll be able to act as a sounding board. It just makes you feel so much better. Self-help tip number 10. If you have a pet, cuddle it or talk to it. It's probably not best to cuddle a parrot. Um, Either way, we have a way of connecting emotionally to our pets. If you don't have a pet, but you know someone who does, try and arrange to spend more time with that person. I have friends who have dogs and sometimes as much as I like my friend's company, Visiting them is also no excuse to get cuddles with their dog. Um, if they're listening to this episode, they probably know who they are and they're like, oh, great, thanks. <laughs> but no, seriously, I like spending time with them. Of course I do. And I you know, I love them to bits, but I also love their dog. Animals just sometimes seem to understand us when other humans don't. I don't know, maybe that's just a thing with me. Like, I absolutely adore all sorts of animals. Maybe, so maybe that is just my view. But after some cuddles and tug of war... I definitely feel calmer and happier so don't underestimate the power of man's best friend or a cat or a guinea pig or hamster or you know what what, whatever animals you have in your life cuddle them feel the love and the bond that you share with them (laughs) so that's ten different things that you can try and when you are feeling down these things can actually feel like a mammoth challenge I've been there and it really is tough to almost force yourself to do these things sometimes. You really do have to push yourself to just get out of bed, get out the door, you know, eat healthily, just do things. But you have to remind yourself that if you really try hard and at least attempt a few of these options, it will help you, even if it's just a tiny bit. I just really encourage you just to try. Um, And as I said, I know it can be so hard when you're feeling down, but just really, try so hard I know you can do it I have I have been there I've I'm not going to pretend to understand your situation because everyone has different situations everyone has challenges that they're dealing with so I'm not going to say I understand this is more a case of I'm trying to be here for as many people as I can just by offering advice on how to deal with if you're feeling down and hopefully this these things will help you a little bit Now, if you try these things and you still find you are struggling, as mentioned right at the start of this episode, you might want to look into some more professional help. Asking for help is very scary because it's essentially admitting that you are not okay, but sometimes it is the best thing to do. So make sure you talk to the people around you and at least make them aware that you're struggling because at the end of the day, if they're not aware, then they can't help you because, you know, they might have an inkling that you're not Feeling great, but unless you actually tell them, they might not want to interfere because they might think that you know they've got it wrong or something. So always be clear with those people. Hopefully this has been useful and I hope that if you are feeling down, it has maybe made you feel a bit less alone to know that there are people out here who do also feel a bit sad and a bit down and sometimes a bit flat, you know, sometimes you don't actually feel anything at all. It it does happen to way more people than you realise. And hopefully this episode has also given you some ideas to help pick yourself up again. I hope that by listening to this podcast, not just this episode, but other episodes, it helps you connect somehow. Hopefully I can connect with all my listeners and I hope that I can really help you out. So thanks for listening. If you're not already subscribed, do hit that subscribe button and then you'll be able to access more episodes as they go live. Also, don't forget to go on our social channels. So that's Instagram, which is at GUS Podcast UK and the Facebook group, which is Growing Up Sucks podcast page. There's also a community on there, which I'm going to look at putting some work into and we'll be able to have like a discussion. You'll be able to probably get some more access to bonus content that you won't get on the podcast and stuff between episodes as well. I'm hoping as the podcast grows and hopefully I get a couple more subscribers and we can just build this community and then hopefully you can start helping other people out as well and help offering your advice. Maybe you'll be able to add to stuff I've said, you know, hopefully that's where I'd like to see this going in the future. Again, thank you very much for listening and remember, no matter your age, you never stop growing up.